Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. Creeping. It's an interesting term and one that denotes something that is, well, creepy. Webster's defines creeping as developing or advancing by slow, imperceptible degrees. And nowhere is this creeping around on unsuspecting savers more evident than when it comes to their tax-infested 401k plans creeping into higher tax brackets. And while I'm the first to acknowledge that the 401k is a great savings tool, I'm also quick to remind you that the 401k is absolutely the worst planning tool there is. Why? Well, because of the possibility of all those taxes you will one day owe creeping into higher tax brackets. You see, this 401k concept that was pitched to savers back in 1978 as a way to save on taxes is sometimes not a tax savings tool at all, and one that is merely a postponement of monies that will one day be taxed. And the problem is, we don't know at what future rate these taxes will be. Well, never fear, because today I'm going to show you how to put in place a plan of action I call the tax bracket creep, and how to put an end to it with your 401ks, IRAs, thrift savings plans, yes, even the tax bracket creep that it can occur with your lump sum pension. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, tax bracket creep specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we get started in today's uh, program and the subject matter at hand, which is going to be a doozy, by the way, folks, let me introduce America's favorite financial sidekick right here in our Louisville studios, Mr. Aaron Orander. And the good thing about you, Aaron, you are not a creepy individual. I appreciate that about you. I appreciate you you saying that about me. Uh, uh, Hopefully (laughs) uh, other people think that. Have you ever been around people kind of creepy? Yes. Yes. There's there's even, me and Susan have gotten to wear on TV, I hate to admit it, we watch these kind of, we call them weirdo shows, you know, like the 48 Hours and the, and I mean, man, there is some shows with some creepy dudes on there. It's like, woo, scary. But how would you, you know, we, Webster's kind of helped us define that. And, and again, folks, this is a financial show. Hang in there. But Webster's defines creeping, C-R-E-E-P-I-N-G, as developing or advancing by slow, imperceptible degrees. So do you have your own kind of definition of creeping? I'd say that's pretty much it. You know, just somebody or something that just, is is moving not in the way you would expect it to move or not in the way you think is quote unquote right to move i guess maybe even something like that kind of i always think of creeping as behind the scenes or lurking about you know right. in the shadows um i don't know is there a term even for facebook people get creeped on facebook maybe kind of get yeah. followed around yeah mary beth that we got young a young lad here mary beth in the studio creeping facebook is that what that is mary beth 
I don't think I've ever personally heard that term on Facebook, but I'm sure it's definitely okay. out there. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought Mary Beth, our associate producer, might know. But anyway, irregardless. So what does creeping around uh, have to do with the creeping around that Uncle Sam is doing with your 401k plan? Well, folks, there's a little known, I guess, hidden gem in the tax code called tax brackets. And many of you have no clue how these tax brackets work. And sadly, what happens is many of you who have saved all this money in these 401ks and IRAs and thinking you're saving all, all these taxes is when, not if, when you go to pull out this money in retirement, if you're not careful, you, careful, you can suffer with what we call tax bracket creep. So when we come back, we're going to explain what the tax brackets are and how you do not want to fall victim to the tax bracket creep so you can have more of your 401k and your retirement savings. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. Now remember folks, when you roll over your 401k with us, you get a 15% bonus. How's that sound? That sounds too good to be true. Come on, don't you trust me? What are your fees? That is a great question, and we'll get to that after we roll over the 401k. I think we need to get a second opinion. Don't get stuck in the wrong annuity. Get a second opinion from TonyWalkerFinancial.com. With the stock market at all-time highs and our nation's debt through the roof, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Now may be the best time to safeguard more of your 401k. Let's get started today by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orner. And you know, Tony, when you were talking about the whole definition of creeping and, you know, I kind of didn't really have a solid answer. You know, you started talking about, well, I think of something like lurking behind the shadows or moving very slow, you know, things like that. Being the theater geek that I am, the first thing that came to my mind was Phantom of the Opera. Have you ever seen Phantom of the Opera? Uh, yes, I saw the movie, and then I okay. actually went to a high school play a couple years ago where they had it. But I, I, I that's a, I think that's a really good visual, though. Yeah, I've seen the play, and just you know the whole idea of like this Phantom was lurking behind the shadows. Mm -hmm to purposely mess up the actors on stage because, well, I mean, you know, we don't have to get into the whole story, <laughs> but, but you go. know, he was, you know, he was wanting this, they call him an ingenue. An ingenue is like the young female star. And he wanted this particular actress to be that role and the casting director or whatever didn't give her that role. He gave it to somebody else that wasn't as good and everything else. So the Phantom purposely was messing up things behind the curtains literally wow. to mess up the set and mess up the actors and trip them up and all that kind of stuff. So when you were, when you were given that definition in segment one, for some reason, my, <laughs> my theater brain kicked in and that was the first thing I thought of was Phantom of the Opera. Well, some key descriptors you use there, I think lurking in the shadows, uh, messing up somebody's day. And folks, that's what Uncle Sam uh, is looking to do. Uncle Sam, you have to understand the purpose of Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam, who represents Washington, obviously, and taxes, and that's where our tax laws come from, obviously, our friends in Washington and state government or whatever. But what he does, he really messes up your day if, in fact, you're very successful. So what's strange is, I, I had a gentleman I used to work with, I used to do estate planning years ago, and he would call 
the more you make, the more you take kind of syndrome. You know, that's the way taxes work. We'll talk about tax bracket creep. He actually called it a success tax. So when you think about it, now today we're just focusing on the federal income tax bracket, which by the way was created in 1913. Before that, we really didn't have a tax code per se, but ever since they created the tax code in 1913, they created what's called these tax brackets. So what that means is the more you make, the higher up you're gonna go in these brackets and the more they're gonna take. So for instance, the first tax bracket that we have now, your, your first level of income, and this, uh, this is everybody that makes any kind of income, uh, is taxed at 10%. Now, Aaron, if we stopped right there and said, the government wants a dime of every dollar you make, you'd probably be okay with that, wouldn't you? That's yeah, not that's bad. all right. It's not you know, the cents. end of the world. And then the next tax bracket, if you make a little more money, that next section of money, it's not the first section, the first section's already been taxed at 10%, but the next bracket goes up to 12%, which again, that's not that high, wouldn't you agree? Right. But then it's interesting if you go, depends on if you're single or married, and by the way, at Tony Walker Financial, folks, we can help you with all this. If you uh, have two folks on staff whose job full-time is just answering tax questions. So if this is you and you're trying to think through your retirement planning and you just wanna get a feel for how these tax brackets work, uh, let me invite you to just give us a call at 877 499 9255 and just ask for TJ or Leanne at Tony Walker Financial. We'll be happy to try to answer your tax bracket questions. But here's the next jump, Aaron. Now this gets a little dicey. The first section of income you pay 10%, not bad. The next section 12%. Again, this is all federal income taxes, not that bad. Then all of a sudden it jumps up if you make a little more money, Aaron, to 22%. That's a big jump. Big jump. 12% to 22%? Yes. That's a big jump. And it's not really that much money. For married filing jointly with your standard deduction included, it's around $104,000 total. So give you a scenario, and we'll go through some exact examples of this in a minute, but let's say that somebody, Aaron, uh, is retired. They make Social Security of maybe $30,000 a year between them and their spouse, $15,000 a pension, maybe a little part-time work. Um, so maybe they're up to $80,000. So basically, for the most part, they're going to pay federal taxes of 12% on that money. Not bad. Okay. All right. But then they've got this tax-infested 401k. They're retired. And, you know, Billy Bob sees a brand-new truck. It's a $60,000 truck. He calls us up. He realizes, hey, Billy Bob, to get 60000 net, we're going to have to take out 80000 because we're going to owe at least 22% in taxes. And he didn't realize that. So here's the thing, folks. If you don't have an understanding of these tax brackets when you get into retirement and start pulling money out of these pre-tax accounts like IRAs, 401ks, etc., you have to have a retirement specialist that understands taxes. Otherwise, you'll make all kinds of mistakes and possibly throw yourself into a higher tax bracket. So how do we avoid tax bracket creep? Well, there's three things we're going to talk about in our remaining time today. And here's the three things I've learned in doing this for almost 38 years now. Did you realize in June, when will this show be on, Aaron? Is this May... show will be on in towards the end of May. Okay. So on June 1st of this coming year, 2022, we're recording this show on April uh, 5th, 2022. I'll have been in this business 38 years in June. Congratulations. That's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. And I've seen these tax brackets go all over the place. So 
First of all, these brackets will change. They're not going to stay the same. And my fear is with the nation's debt spiraling out of control, my fear is that over time they're actually going to go up. And we'll explain that in a minute. But basically, here's the three things you can do to try to keep from falling into what we call tax bracket creep. In other words, more and more of your money getting taxed at these higher rates. The first thing you can do is what I call convert it. Now, we've talked about Roth conversions on this show. I won't go into a lot of detail right now. I'll try to cover this in the end, the final segment. But you can take that tax-infested IRA. you got to be careful with this. But you can take some of that elect to pay the tax now, especially if you're in a 12% bracket, I would consider this, at least consider it. And then what happens is after you pay that tax, you're done with the taxes on that block of money. Does that make sense, Aaron? Okay. So if taxes do go up to 40% one day or... Uh, did you know what the taxes were back in Ronald Reagan's movie theater days when he was recording back in the 30s and 40s? Have I shared that with you? I don't know exactly, but I I, I do remember reading somewhere. It was pretty high. Yeah, wasn't it? It, it, it approached 90%. Six, okay, yeah. yeah. So think about that, folks. In Ronald Reagan's days, in fact, um, it is said that he only recorded a couple of movies a year because of all the darn taxes he's having to pay. Because the more movies he recorded, the higher income he made. Again, more, more money you make, more, the more they're going to take. There you go. It fell right into that. Some things never stay. Uh, some things never change. So anyway, so that's one way is to convert it over while the tax rates are low because in the future we worry that they may go back up. Okay, and if you do a Roth conversion, the amount that's converted is tax-free forever as well as tax-free to your kids. Uh, Aaron, you know I have to meet with a lot of people who have loved ones who pass away Usually when I meet with the adult children, it's money that has not been taxed. It's these pre-tax accounts. Well, met with somebody yesterday, and boy, it was refreshing because they had inherited a Roth IRA from their parents so they don't have to pay taxes on it. Pretty cool, isn't it? Very nice. Very yeah, cool. I mean, usually I'm sitting there going, okay, and I go through my spiel, how much taxes you're going to pay. But to know that they inherited this Roth IRA with no taxes, it was pretty cool. But anyway, so that's the first thing you can do is convert it. The next thing you can do to try to stay out of the higher tax brackets and avoid tax bracket creep is basically give it. Now, who are we talking about giving it to? Well, you could give it to charity, but what I'm thinking is, and what we do for a lot of our clients, is rather than kind of old school, you know, waiting for yourself to croak one day and leave them a bunch of money in taxes, why not come up with a game plan now to start paying out some of this money while you're in a lower tax bracket. Once you pay the tax, you can give them that money, your children, grandchildren, whoever, and they don't have to pay taxes on it. Is that making sense here? And so okay. you pay the tax, pay it at your lower rate, but turn and give it to your loved ones so they can use it now. And when you give it to them, they pay no taxes on any of it. Right. You do this now while you're alive, That's you right. know, not to, you know, not to talk about life and death, but do this right now while you're alive rather than when you're dead and gone and they get some big lump of cash and Uncle Sam says, yeah, I'm going to take, what is it, 35% of <laughs> yeah, that or, you know, it whatever. Be. It could yeah. be much more than that. That's right. So that's the second thing, give it while you're alive. Number three, and this is really hard for savers, is spend it. Um, I had to meet with a widow yesterday. Again, if you're just joining us, we're recording the show on April 5th, 2022, and I had to meet with a widow yesterday, lost her husband pretty suddenly, and I mean, he was in early 70s, but, you know, she was still deeply grieving his loss. And I always ask widows or widowers this, is there anything you would have done differently now that your spouse is deceased? You know what they always say? 
wished I would travel more. Wish I would have traveled more. I wished I'd done more. this. What, yeah. What, what they're saying is I wished I had spent more money. Not to cut you off, but I've got a family member that I'm kind of talking with him about this right now. I don't want to say exactly who it is because he might be listening. But, uh, you know, I've got a family member who uh, his wife is, you know, in the early stages of dementia and, and everything. Well, he's always wanted to have an RV. He's always wanted to travel. And he's like, well, you know, it would be just her and me and, you know, you know, we could travel. We could go do things. And, you know, I'd like to do it before she gets to you know, however you want to say it, too bad off or too far down the road with dementia or whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taking a play out of your book. I'm trying to tell him, I'm like, you need Live to well do it. Broke. Go do it. Yeah. Go get, can you, you know, can you afford it? Well, yeah. Well, then go do it. Go that's get right. an RV. Yeah, that's the live well, die broke philosophy. By the way, folks, if you haven't read that book, it is a, Shannon Ross would say in her office, a humdinger. Uh, you can order the book online uh, from Amazon or any of the major booksellers. It's called Live Well, Die Broke. And it's basically a culmination of my philosophy on life, take on life, uh, how I grew up, how I watched money play out with relatives, and more importantly, how I've watched it play out with literally the thousands and thousands of savers I've met over the years. And again, the purpose of that book is to encourage people, just like Aaron's trying to encourage this family member, you better spend it while you can. So those are the three things we do in our offices at Tony Walker Financial to help people avoid tax bracket creep. Number one, convert it. Possibly number two would be to give it, give it away, that is. And number three, possibly to spend more of it now. So when I come back, I'm going to actually cover all three of those options and kind of give you some examples of how helpful it has been for people to kind of open their eyes to the live well, die broke philosophy and realize you really can't take this stuff with you. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. We're Warren and Betty Henning. I was born and grew up in San Antonio, Texas. We currently live in Kentucky, in Henry County. There's no real town around, so. <laughs> <laughs> and to be truthful with you, from my point of view, uh, the way I lived, I didn't think I was gonna live long enough to retire. <laughs> so uh, there wasn't a lot of thought put into it until uh, around our mid 50s. and. I happened to be in the house one day watching TV on a Saturday and I uh, was flipping channels and Tony was on. And I got started listening to him and whatever he started telling about his concepts and he started hitting the biblical approach to savings and retirement. Uh, that's whenever I said, this, this is the guy I want to sit and talk to. And I'll never forget the first meeting with Tony. He asked me one of those questions, you know, why are you here? And it was, I want to know if I'm okay or not. Will I have enough money in retirement? 
And that's one of the things that, that he's really helped us with. Yeah, as we get older, so many people say, you know, well, you know, you're getting older, you need to slow down, you need to, I'm going, no. Yeah. <laughs> not, not my plan, not my style. For us, it hasn't been stopping. It's just been changing. Refocusing. Yeah. When I knew I was going to retire, I got talking to some of the guys and they got telling me about people making maple syrup. And the process with it and just the whole thing started intriguing me. This year we got into maple syrup, uh, making our own maple syrup. And we just love it. It's 220 acres, uh, 100 of it pastures, 120 of it woods. And it's just, it's a beautiful lifestyle. I think as retirement came around, it gave me more time to think about what I really enjoyed doing. So it's like I said, not, not a one size fits all, but who are you and what do you enjoy doing? And find where you can plug in. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Tony Walker here, and as we record the show on April 5th, 2022, um, I've wanted to just kind of a shout out to all the radio stations that are now uh, hosting this show on a regular basis. We've got, what, seven television stations, right, Aaron? Seven, seven. seven stations in the Kentuckiana area. And then now we've got uh, five radio stations. Uh, Gina just landed another one recently, and I wasn't aware of this until just the other day. So... For those of you out there, you know, riding around listening to the radio, I do want to have a shout out to WKCT Radio in Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's on every Thursday morning at 8.30 on 9.30 a.m. That's the dial. Uh, WBRT in Bardstown, Kentucky. Love those folks over there. Uh, they even call me regularly and I do little interviews, kind of a Tony on the road kind of thing yeah. with Roth over there. That's his name. It's a wonderful station. That's on every Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Time. That's 97.1 FM. Then we have a pretty big powerhouse in Lexington, that's my own old home stomping ground as a kid, WLAP, on every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock there in uh, Lexington. And there's the, uh, another radio station on 970 on your dial, AM, uh, and 11 AM on Saturdays. And I forgot to get the call letters for that, but that's 11 AM Saturdays, 970 AM on your radio dial. And finally, Wacky Radio, a well-known station, on Sundays at 7 o'clock at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So anyway, just a few of the radio stations. We thank you, uh, station, so much for hosting us, although I realize we do pay for it. I mean, they're, they're getting something out of it, but we still are so appreciative that radio is out there that can host these types of stations and uh, or these types of programs. We really do appreciate it very much. All right, in our time remaining, uh, basically, if you're just now joining us, we're trying to figure out how to avoid something called tax bracket creep. And what that is, is the more you make, the more they take. And I was going to say this, Aaron, it's really interesting that we're talking about the federal tax code and how punitive it is as a terms of a percentage on people making more and more money. And when, it, and when you think about it, that's really weird because... No other tax code, really, whether it's state government, local government, really is punitive. They just tax everything at the same percentage. Now, granted, let's take the state income taxes in Kentucky, which we'll just, for illustrative purposes, is about 5%, but that's a flat tax. 
So it doesn't matter if you make a hundred thousand or somebody makes twenty thousand. It's five percent of those amounts. That's fair. Okay. Now the guy making hundred is going to pay five thousand. The gal, girl making twenty, but it's flat. Right. They don't go to the hundred and say, "Oh, congratulations! You've worked harder. You've been more successful. Whatever it is, we're going to punish you." Is what they're really saying. And I've brought this up before. You asked me several radio shows ago, "Is there anything that confuses me?" and I still feel the same way. Taxes have always just been confusing to me. And I, you know, folks, if you're, if you feel the same way, just know I'm right there with you. <laughs> it has always been confusing to me of, you know, congratulations, you know, you make more money or you got a raise or you got a bonus or you got an inheritance or whatever. Well, guess what? We want more of that too. <laughs> you know, not only did you get more money now, we're going to get more money. I just, I just don't understand it. I yeah. really don't. Well, I think, you know, a Dick Army years ago, I know he was in the federal government. I think he was a congressman. He proposed a flat tax strategy, which I'm all for that because it's just more fair. But, it, you know, so we're in a, what's called a progressive tax system, folks. The more you make, the more they're going to take. And we're talking about federal taxes. So let's go over real quick a couple of examples. Again, if you're just now joining us, the first thing you can do to try to avoid future tax bracket creep is what's called a Roth conversion. Now, we've covered Roth conversions before. You can go to our blog page and look up Roth conversions. But basically, a Roth conversion is where you take a tax-infested 401k, IRA, something that has not been taxed, and you literally are pulling money out of it, electing to pay the tax now, and you convert it to a Roth so that that pot of money will be tax-free forever. Now, let me say something about Roth conversions because they've gotten very popular and they are very much oversold, in my opinion. You want to make sure if you're going to do a Roth conversion that you have plenty of money on the sidelines that's already been taxed in order to pay the tax. There will be a tax due. So if you're even thinking about a Roth conversion, you might want to give our offices a call, get a second opinion before you rush into one because they can come back to eat your lunch. Uh, Number two, the second thing you can do to try to stay out of this tax bracket creep syndrome is basically give it away. And now what we mean by this, let's, let's use an example. So let's say I'm making $100,000 a year total. That includes my uh, IRA, my pension, my Social Security, part-time wages, whatever. And, what, and, I'm, and I'm drawing this money, and we see this sometimes here, and people will say, well, I'm not really spending the money I got. Now that I'm retired, I don't spend as much. The taxes are different. I don't, I'm not saving for retirement because I'm already retired. So I don't think I need $100,000 or whatever the case may be. What do I do with it? This is what they always ask. Well, do you want to invest it? No, 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 I don't want to take any risk. Well, how are your kids doing? Oh, they're doing okay. What about grandkids? Oh, they're okay. What if you went on and just took this money you've paid taxes on and gave it to them tax-free? They look at me like I'm crazy. They'll say, can I do that? I'll say, well, absolutely. So many people out there just don't realize how easy it is to gift money to loved ones. And if you do it properly, we can help you with this. It's tax-free. In other words, when you make the gift to them, when you write the check out, even if it's for $10,000, they do not have to claim income taxes on it. A huge advantage to them, especially if down the road they raise the taxes. You see the problem, Aaron? Okay, I yeah. see what you're saying. We give it to them now tax-free. You're paying in a lower bracket. Down the road they raise the taxes to 40%. You die and leave it to the kids, and they owe 40% in taxes. What a deal for them, right? <laughs> so that's the second thing. The third item And this one is the one that really, again, savers have trouble doing, but you need to spend more money. Now, bear with me on this. People might say, well, Tony, that's all well and good, but I'm 65, brother, and I don't want to run out of money. What if I start spending this money 
realize I've spent too much, my investments go south, the banks are only paying me 0.5%, what am I supposed to do to keep from running out of money? Well, that's where we have our split IRA to the rescue. Because what we do in that split IRA concept at Tony Walker Financial, we put on the back end of that, the annuities. And the annuities are the only, again, the only, I'll say this, the only contractually guaranteed investment you can put your money in that will make sure you don't run out of money in retirement. So folks, if you're sitting right there and you're, you know, you got a 401k, you're retired, you're getting ready to retire soon. Maybe you've got some money that uh, was at a former 401k at a former employer and it's just still sitting over there. We need to talk because at Tony Walker Financial, we can show you how to take that money and avoid or at least try to minimize the prospects of going into what we call tax bracket creep where your money goes up higher and higher in taxes and you can't do anything about it. So you can do something about it now if you take action. Let me give you a couple options. The first thing you can do to get in touch with Tony Walker Financial and get a no obligation free appointment is just simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that Let's Get Started button. There'll be some very basic questions we'll ask of you. All of that information is confidentially sent to Tony Walker Financial. Nobody gets that information but us. And then the second thing you can do, if the internet's not your thing, is just give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. I know I've enjoyed being with you, along with America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orender. But you remember, between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.